Welcome to day six of the Tokyo Games. I said it was day six yesterday, but I was just gaslighting you all. Yesterday was day five, today is day six, and all things going well, tomorrow will be day seven. A huge congratulations has to go out to all the listeners of the Olympopod because we've reached 5,000 downloads. Big celebrations all round. Chris, you're back again. How, how was today? <laughs> you sound so unenthused by that fact. <laughs> Can I not just be here instead of back again? <laughs> I'm good. And you know why I'm good? Why are you good, Chris? Because I promised the gold medal for Ireland yesterday. And Paula Donovan and Fintan McCarthy delivered Ireland's first gold medal of the Tokyo Olympics with a stunning victory. And the lightweight men's double skulls. Ireland's first gold medal in rowing. Yeah, I kind of downplayed it yesterday because, I, you know, being Irish, I've had my heart broken too yeah. many times. Um, we'll all remember 2004 and how excited we got when that horse won. And then it turned out that horse was on drugs. Yeah. Why does every podcast have to begin with some kind of doping? I don't know, but yes, Skibberine now have three Olympic medalists from Tokyo 2020. And among those who congratulated the lads today was Ireland's most decorated Olympian, Michelle Smith de Bruyne. The end of that bit. I really like the, I think it was the Guardian who wrote about it and, and said this exact paragraph in a humorous interview with the BBC, asked, asked how being an Olympic gold medal winning athlete sounded. O'Donovan said, it's all right, yeah. You can't really complain about it. I wouldn't go around introducing myself like that, though. Besides that, love the Guard of Honour as well. I'm not sure if you saw a video. There was a big Guard of Honour from the entire Irish Olympic team as the two boys returned to the village. And uh, it really shows the team spirit and that hundred or so athletes. And yeah, really good good times for Ireland. Good times for Ireland. And um, also Denmark took a bronze in the men's rowing pairs. Well done, Denmark. Space Nagel? Yeah. We have to stop alienating them. <laughs> but <laughs> but keeping it Nordic, Finland's Mashi Matsen won bronze in the 200 meter breaststroke. And Finland is one of only two countries to have won a medal at every single Games, summer and winter since 1908. Uh. The other country being Sweden. At their first appearance in London, 1908, they picked up gold and silver in the Greco Roman wrestling, a bronze in the gymnastics team event, pipped by Sweden and Norway, and of course overshadowed by the sexy Danish gymnasts. And why do we start the records for these unbroken tra- trains from 1908? Because no one bothered travelling to St. Louis in 1904, so there's no point starting there. Mm. And very few others bothered in 1908 as well. So those who began those runs then Congratulations to you. Well, you said keep it Nordic. And actually, this is Danish, but is it really Danish? Because on Friday, Sveri Nielsen will compete in the final of the men's single skulls. So still going and rowing. And uh, if he finishes in the top three, he will become the first Faroese athlete to ever medal at the Olympics. But because of the IOC rules, that medal can only go to... Denmark. The Pharaohs still looking for independence in this regard, but I'm sorry, sorry, Nielsen, regardless, will be happy to uh, 
if he manages the medal to uh, represent both the Faroe Islands and Denmark. And there's another uh, Faroese athlete who I know quite well, Johan Aplogov Hansen, who is on the Danish handball team, who uh, look like they're well on course for a medal and probably gold as well. So we could have a couple of Faroese medalists at these games. Yes, I did see the breakaway Faroese Olympic uh, Federation Mm. do a lot of tweeting this week. Um, And actually, it brings it back now that we have so many Danish listeners. Before we began recording any Olympopods, I asked you because I discovered that Greenland have a uh, Olympic Council. And I said, Chris, find me a Greenlandic Olympian who has represented Greenland. We haven't found one yet, but there must be one. We can't find any records, but maybe uh, maybe someone in Denmark will find that and will uh, mm. send that send that fact into us because I want to know. I want to see uh, Greenland on the roster. Look, how can Faroe Islands not have its own nation when San Marino do? And San Marino just became the least populous nation to win an Olympic medal with Alessandra Pirelli's shooting bronze, a population of 34,467 people. Only Monaco, Palau, Tuvalu, Nauru, Cook Islands have smaller NOCs in Tokyo. San Marino got a medal. Congratulations to them. Congratulations. Yeah, the microstates really making their mark on Mm. these games. It's like the second or third time we've mentioned... A microstate medal, I think. What else have you seen so far today, Ruthie? Obviously, I was watching uh, the gymnastics, the women's all-round final. It was a really, really good uh, event uh, with Team USA's Sunisa Lee taking a very deserved gold and Brazil's Rebecca Andrade taking a very emotional silver. She was very, very close to taking that gold, uh, but she still makes history as being the very first Brazilian medalist in the women's gymnastics. And then we have to we have to take a break because tomorrow the trampolining begins. Something which should be fun and enjoyable, which will not be. Um, but... <laughs> But the men's and the women's all around do set up some very exciting apparatus finals, uh, which begin with the men's floor on Sunday. Andrade there, there, those two steps outside the floor exercise in the last one was a bit heartbreaking, but it shows how amazing her routine was that she still scored so highly. Yeah, no, it was incredible. And I'm looking forward to seeing her um, on some of the apparatus finals again. I also caught some BMX today. Oh. Yeah, and it's great to see people having fun. <laughs> I went to the uh, yeah, I went to the BMX in Rio. I thought that was very good, uh, but I haven't watched it yet in Tokyo. Do you want some bad news or some unhappy people? Yeah, go on. Team GB's footballers Kim Little and Rachel Daly have been criticising disappointing commentary in which players have been misnamed uh, ahead of their quarterfinal in the women's football. And the errors came in a broadcast of uh, a game by Eurosport, whose coverage in general has come in for a lot of uh, criticism. And the problem is that players are just not being named correctly. (laughs) And these are women football players. And it's not just in women's football. It's in a lot of things. And here's my time, because I just did it on a recording of the Uninformed Handball Hour to beat down on the Olympic Broadcasting Services for hiring terrible people. Right. 
so also in, you were available Chris. also in the handball they've got a cycling commentator who is just like spreading misinformation making assumptions giving the wrong info all the time and just generally like is disrespecting particularly the women's players and teams the way he talks about it it's just brutal really not good olympic broadcasting services get your shit together there are people who know sports who can actually do these jobs as well not just an old boys club it's something that i always find impressive um because like generally speaking for these games i've found eurosport quite good in that they manage to find usually an Irish commentator somehow, uh, who is just an expert at bouldering. Yeah. Or There are more Irish commentators out there who know sports. <laughs> and I'm not blaming Eurosport here because it's the Olympic Broadcast Servicing who are providing the broadcast and it's just on Eurosport. So OBS, get your shit together. Now, the one thing I will say, obviously it's terrible because it... it shows that there is a slight disrespect to the women's game disproportionately. But for football in general, all I'd say is at least nobody's watching the football at the Olympics. So <laughs> Correct. probably very few people pick that up. Yeah, fair, fair. Uh, <laughs> anything else or should we go to what's happening tomorrow? Yeah, well, Athletic starts tomorrow. Yes. Um, but one person who won't be there is Switzerland 100 and 200 meter record holder, Alex Wilson, uh, who's just had a ban upheld for having the steroid Trenbolin in his system. He claims innocence, though, and says it was just the result of having eaten contaminated beef in a Jamaican restaurant. Ah, contaminated beef. That's been, uh, that's been a go-to excuse in recent months. All, all yeah. that roided up beef. <laughs> I'm really excited about athletics beginning and I think that's going to be the turning point for me uh, to turning into Tokyo time and giving up all social activities uh, and just giving in to the rest of these Olympic Games. Yeah, really been letting the side down, having a social life and a yeah. work life over the last uh, few days, the, Chris. The, the work life will continue. It'll just happen in the evenings in Central European time when there are no live Olympics. One more shout out for the Danish fans. Big game in the men's handball tomorrow. Denmark, the reigning champions, favourites for gold, playing against Portugal, who are like, if you want a like an underdog team to look out for, it's Portugal in their first Olympics in the men's side. Tragically lost their goalkeeper earlier this year with a, a cardiac arrest and then qualified for the Olympics with his spirit and in his honour. Uh, really a great bunch of players to watch. No matter which way the game is going, always entertaining. That should be a great game. And Chris, you've already mentioned it, but if people wanted uh, more a more in-depth podcast about handball, is there anywhere they could get one? There is, Ruth, and it's called the Uninformed Handball Hour. Un in brackets, because sometimes, just like Olympipod, it's informed. Sometimes it's not. That should also be coming out around about now when you're Very. listening to this. And Very good. Uh, we're looking back at the halfway mark of the group phase. Uh, the baseball also began today. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. We're not going to talk about it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I was surprised to see that USA are ranked fourth in the world. Okay. Well, behind Japan, Cuba. South Korea is and... number one. Oh, and South Korea. Okay. A Dominican Republic, I think. 
also a stronghold. Yeah. And then was it Cuba or Japan? Yeah. 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 But actually, and this this is more, this is really something we should be saving for our uh, standard Olympopod episodes. But we've been talking quite a bit about the rugby sevens and how it's such an exciting, quick form of the game and it's a great inclusion to the Olympic schedule. I'd love to have a bit of uh, Cricket 2020. Missed opportunity at Tokyo 2020. And we'll, and we'll get a lot of the island nations in as well. We'll have to, we'll have to discuss it at length uh, at a future date. Now, something that the Olympics does kind of throw up is you you end up watching stuff and you start going, could I do that? So, for example, when I'm watching the gymnastics and I look at the beam, I wonder like, could I walk across that and definitely not fall? Like I could, but could I definitely be absolutely confident that I wouldn't fall off it once just walking? Maybe even doing a little bit of a skip if I felt confident. But something that my sister has posed to me is, would I dive off the 10 meter board in the diving? Would you, Chris? Maybe once. I would do it once. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I could, I could give it a go. And would you, and would you attempt to dive or would you go feet first? No. Feet no. First. Feet first. Yeah. Well, my sister has said, uh, if she gave me a million, would I attempt to tumble? Um, I think the main thing is to really get as far away from the board as possible. I think that I think that's my I think that's gonna be my strategy if this does come up. If you guaranteed a million, you could spend a little bit on that with lessons with Oliver Dingley. Yes. Previous uh, guest on this Olympopod, uh, who will be taking part in four days' time, I think. Yeah. So yeah, he could teach you how to actually do a tumble. Yeah. yeah, I think the whole thing is that I wouldn't be allowed to have any training. Uh, for for that money, I just have to go and uh, <laughs> give it my best whack, and possibly whack is the best description of it. One thing before we go, for those of you listening who are wondering why we're talking about Denmark so much, it's because Danish people have shot us up to as high as the second most popular sports podcast in Denmark. If you want your country to be featured more, force all your friends and people you don't even like to listen and then maybe Canada could be a talking point at some point or more Dominican Republic Angola why not get us up those charts and your nation will be featured we also quite like to have a random country uh, be really into us so we do have one very good listener who we have mentioned in the last one Martin in Kazakhstan uh, we also have Ashley in Burkina Faso so you know just just spread the good words of Olympopod. And on that note, talk to you tomorrow.